I'm joined by Will Magne, who at this very moment, I want to say 10 minutes ago, just announced to the Perth Wildcats, Brisbane Bullets released you from your contract, opening the door for you to sign in Perth. Uh, obviously, congratulations. Let's start from the beginning, if that's okay. So New Orleans Pelicans wave you. And then what, what happens there? I know surgery was an option for you. Um, and then I know there was also a scope for you to stay in the US, but kind of walk me through all the steps that have led to this moment here. Yeah, so uh, cheers, first of all. But um, <laughs> yeah, getting got waived was uh, early when I got to New Orleans. I was having some issues with my ankle. Um, so throughout the G League season, um, you know, I sort of rolled it just prehand to that and, and was having some issues with, with a bone spur that's in there. Um, so towards the end of uh, end of my, I guess, Pelicans career so far, um, it started to feel really good. So when they waved me, you know, they kind of said, oh, you know, this opportunity to get surgery on it. So, you know, I, I looked into that and, and that was going to be the plan was to kind of hang around in the US and, and get that surgery and rehab it and, and sort of be ready to go. But um, I guess meeting with, with the doc and everything, he kind of said, mate, you're not having any symptoms anymore. Um, it could be one of those things where if we go looking for some something else, like something that's going to flare up and it might not take six weeks, it might take sort of three months. So he said, if you're feeling good, he's, um, you know, there's no harm in, in just kind of playing through it and whatever. So, you know, it's been feeling good lately and, and all that. So just chilling in New Orleans and tried to uh, sort of trying to figure out what I was going to do next. Um, Got, got away, had the opportunity to go train with Matt Nielsen in Austin um, for for about a week before kind of talking to my agent and stuff and and thinking, like myself as a player, I, I feel like I develop better in a team system where I can, you know, practice my reps, um, you know, still get shots up, still do workouts, but really sort of, you know, put my reps in, into game situations and in team practice all week and, and in games. So... Um, just talking with him about that, you know, the opportunity to come back and play in the NBL was there. Um, so, you know, we knew because of COVID, obviously, that it's a time-sensitive thing with quarantine or whatever. So, you know, pretty luckily got on one of the first flights out the next day and, um, yeah, straight into quarantine and sort of had to figure out the process from there. So, yeah. When you, when you got into quarantine, were you sure of the team that you were going to be going to? Because I'll tell you, there were whispers. I think it might have been the day you arrived in quarantine. Um, there were whispers of Will Magneto Perth that I heard, um, and I and I looked around, and, and it was it always it was always a bit shady. Um, was it always Perth, or was there a genuine kind of thought process and consideration of different teams? Yeah, so there was a thought process, um, but you know, in my mind, Perth just seemed like the best fit for me. Um, you know, there's a definite role there for me. Um, and, you know, just, I guess, the club's history and, and with winning and the culture they have there, you know, it's something I want to be a part of as well. So um, I wasn't sort of a thousand percent sure, but, you know, I was pretty certain. So, yeah. So a lot of, I've spoken to a lot of players who said the same thing, that it would be cool to play for Perth um, just because of the reputation that they've built up over the, a number of years. Um, are you surely you're also aware of just the situation that the league is in as far as Perth and Melbourne as the top two teams and what 
you going into Perth, presumably kind of slotting right into that four spot or whatever that spot is next to John Mooney and creating this sort of intense front court. Surely you're aware of what that does for the standings of the league and for the title race, right? Yeah, and I guess so. You know, like I, it's it's nice to have that kind of aura around you where you feel like a game changer. But, you know, for me, it's more, you know, like there's no set out winner in the NBL. You know, anyone can come out and get smacked any night by any team. You know, you see it every other week, a top team loses by 20. And it's like, what the hell? What's going on? So <laughs> um, I guess to sort of try and solidify and help help a team sort of lock in a, a good final spot and, and push for a championship, you know, like to help them win is, is a big sort of reason I decided to go there. Uh, like, you know, also gets me more games, um, you know, leading up into Tokyo. And, you know, if I don't make the Tokyo team, then leading up into sort of NBA Summer League next year or this year, um, you know, it helps build sort of confidence for myself, game fitness, you know, all, all that stuff that ties along with it. So um, sort of going to a team where I sort of know I'm going to get those extra games um, was, was um, factored into the decision as well. So you speak about that aura. Um, it was something that we all felt, I think, as soon as the rumor started to trickle out that you were in quarantine, um, you know, everyone's wondering, you know, is he going to sign with my team? Here are the teams that he could sign with and still be eligible to play in the finals. Um, you dropped a sneaky little Instagram story of you in Sydney as well, um, just to sort of play along with everyone. What was that like, kind of being isolated in your little room, knowing that the NBL community was talking about you like that? Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it's hard, right? Because you you want to you want to tell everyone what you're doing, and and you you know you want to do right by everyone, and give everyone you know you know you don't know how many people message me saying, oh, what are you doing? Like, what's happening? <laughs> kind of be diplomatic and let the process happen, and and do all that. But I guess frustrating is a good way, way to put it. Like, you want to you want to just have it. All right, cool. I'm playing for Perth. Tell the run now. But, you know, that's that's not how it works. And there's a lot of paperwork and stuff that's got to be done for all that to go through. So, um, yeah, I guess sort of frustrating. And, you know, when you're sitting in quarantine doing nothing, you think, like, I'm thinking about nothing else but just getting out of there and playing. So it's just sitting on my mind all day. Like, I'm just excited and, and ready to go. And I can't talk to anyone about it. So, you know, there's that level of frustration. But, I mean, now that it's kind of out there, it's just all excitement and, and sort of happiness. So... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. One of the things I, I'm, we are going to touch on is what this means for your sort of NBA future and your professional future down the track. I wanted to ask, though, part of this deal was uh, getting Brisbane to release you from that contract because you had signed it, that extension with them. Um, why not Brisbane? Well, was Brisbane a consideration for you? And you know, if so, why didn't you go there? And if not, why not? Yeah, so I guess they were a consideration, but like I said, I, I sort of wanted to lock in those extra extra games. Um, you know, Perth, I don't think they've... Like, I'm not sure if they've actually qualified, but, you know, I think 19 wins gets you pretty... They're going to qualify. Yes, you know, so there's that level of um, sort of comfort that I can, you know, turn up in Perth and I don't have to come out and play 30 minutes and sort of drag the team... You know, not that I would drag Brisbane, but, you know, like really bust my ass coming out of quarantine, um, sure. you know, having to play at, at my peak so I can kind of get to Perth, settle in, 
learn the system, learn, you know, how to play alongside Bryce and, and Mooney and, you know, not, you know, try and disrupt the, um, you know, what, what they have going there and can kind of take my time a little bit more to fit in and then, and then really start to push myself. So that was probably most of the, of the consideration. So. How, how different of a player is Perth getting compared to the, the Will Magnet we saw last in the NBL? Cause your NBA season was really interesting. You obviously didn't get that many minutes for the Pelicans. You played uh, for the G League team. Um, you know, what was the growth like, do you think, between the last time we saw you and now? You know, what, what's the difference? What, what has this NBA stint taught you and what, how has it changed you? I try and pride myself on, on playing hard um, and, and playing the right way, you know, at whatever level that is. And, um, you know, I'll find my role whether it's to come in and shoot, you know, I've been working on shooting a lot, whether it's to come in and shoot threes and sort of stretch the floor a bit more or, you know, um, to help out, you know, in paint roll and rolling hard. So, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I've never been a player to come in and take 20 shots a game and, and, you know, disrupt offense and stuff, you know, I'd move the ball, swing the ball, set hard screens, um, play the right way. So, you know, I'm going to do what I have to, to help win. And, and, and that's it. So, you know, I'm going to play defense. I'm going to try and block shots as I do. And, and um, yeah, you know, I'm not going to come and try and disrupt anything that, that they've got going already. So, How would you um, describe your experience just in the NBA? You know, what was your first season over there? What was that like? It's incredible, man. It's, um, it's funny, right? Like you, you turn up and, you know, plays you watch growing up and you know all these sort of famous people and you know all of a sudden you sort of see them day to day their teammates you know you, you sort of realize they're just regular dudes and, and you know funny and whatever but it's incredible you know it's it's very different to anything I've ever experienced before professionally like you know you just you turn up and you might not play you might play but if you don't you know you got to do your extra conditioning and, and stay on top of all that business and um, I was really lucky that one of my teammates, um, Billy Hernan Gomez, you know, he's kind of a four or five as well. And he wasn't getting much playing time at this, you know, when I was kind of around and he kind of dragged me along and said, Matt, like, you know, my vets do this for me. Like, I, I want to show you what, what it takes to stay in shape and stay ready for when, when you get called. So um, he was incredible. But I think, you know, the biggest takeaway was just control what you can control. You know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. There's injuries, you know, COVID was a thing this year and, you know, teams all of a sudden, you know, you look around the league, there's teams playing with eight players and two-way players starting. And so I didn't really know what was going to happen, but I just wanted to stay ready and be ready with, if my name was called. So um, the biggest thing I took away was just control what you can control. And, um, you know, unfortunately I didn't get too much time, but, you know, it's not something I'm going to harp on and, you know, that's, it's the coaching um, decision that they made and, you know, I'm going to come in and do my best for Perth. So, When you first signed there, one of, so you talk about not getting minutes as far as being on, on the main team. Um, one of the first things that an NBA scout told me when you signed there was don't underestimate practice reps um, and just the sort of reps that you do in there and, you know, how much you might learn getting dunked on by Zion and Jackson Hayes and that sort of thing. Did that happen? And what, what were those practice reps like? Because you're playing against the Pelicans, probably the, the biggest front court in the league, right? Yeah. I mean, day one, Jackson, you're stepped 
through the lane and dunked it on me. Uh, <laughs> so that was nice of him. Um, and I, I mean, it was good, but it was limited, I guess, is the, what I like. There wasn't many reps and, you know, and kind of as you think I'm sort of 15th man. So I got to sub someone out to get in for a rep and, but you know, everyone, everyone's fighting for that spot. So, um, but for sure it's, you'd learn so much so quickly. And, and if you don't kind of you get lost, like left behind. So, you know, the, the speed of the games, um, sort of at another level, the spacing, you got to start understanding, you know, a pick and roll, you got to be on the other side of the keyway and then you still got to close out your guy in the corner. And that's what you have to do. And if you don't do it, you just play the next guy. So um, valuable reps, you know, getting smacked around by Steven Adams, big, you know, trying to learn. Like, I mean, you can't guard Zion, but, you know, just being around him as well, just freaks of nature everywhere around you and, and learning how to sort of fit in with them is, is special, you know, and takeaways from it are big. Now, I know you're not expecting or you're not expected to come into Perth and average, you know, 30 and 20. But, you know, you are coming, like you said, from an environment that is a lot quicker, a lot bigger, a lot stronger. You're, you're coming down a level to play now. Um, you know, how, what, are you, what are you trying to show now? Because the, obviously the goal is to get back into the NBA. Um, you know, what do you, what do you want to show in this stint with the Wildcats and obviously going forward? to solidify yourself as an NBA player and stick in the league as opposed to doing this, you know, back and forth thing? Yeah, so I guess development is, um, I guess, what any sort of team wants to see out of you. Um, just, you know, the, the shot that I said, you know, shoot a lot of threes, you know, they wanted me to shoot a lot. And so, you know, it's something I'll be sort of focusing on is shooting the right ones, obviously, and, and but, you know, trying to make them, uh, that'd be nice. But yeah, I think just just growth and, and development. Um, you know, I put on a bit of size, so hopefully, you know, hold my own a little better against other bigs. And um, you know, that was something they spoke to as well when I was sort of uh, thinking about going over the first time. Is so you need to put on a bit more weight and get moved around a bit too easy. So um, yeah, but I think, like I said, it's just growth. Um, they want to see that you know, I'm you're going to develop and um, go about it the right way. Um, so yeah, that's biggest thing. How much do you think John Mooney can help in that sort of thing? Because he's right now probably the best big, or at least the most productive and most efficient big in the NBL. Um, you know, you get to go up against him in practice, play alongside him. I think you guys can work really well together because your outside shots developing. You know, what do you think you guys can kind of learn off each other, and and you know, how how do you reckon you can work off each other? Yeah, I mean, he's a beast. Um, I mean, I watched that game last night. Um, yeah, there's eight Melbourne up. So it's, I think it would be really good. I think that factors into the decision as well, coming back and getting to play against this, uh, a big every day at that standard. Um, but, you know, I think we're, we're both kind of young. We're both um, sort of similar, but very different players. Um, so I think we can kind of challenge each other every day. And I mean, that that's the thing, right? You just want to push yourself and, and learn how to be better every day. So if we can kind of get into that mold and, and challenge each other, then I think it'll be really good. Um, how much did the boomers stuff also come into this decision? Um, I know a lot of guys want to make sure that they're performing, especially in a league that Brian Gorgian clearly just has his eyes all over. You know, how much did that factor into it? Yeah, I think that was, I guess, probably one of the bigger factors is 
um, sort of game reps, right? Like I, yeah. I got limited minutes in the NBA. I played maybe 11 games in, in the G League. Um, so just being able to like, you know, get in proper game shape uh, in game reps, you know, in, in a really high league in the world as well. Um, you know, it, it factored in a lot. And I mean, just talking to, to Nelly and, and some of the other coaches and stuff, he said, you know, playing games can't hurt our decision. So, you know, if, if, if it comes down between you and someone else and, and you've played 15 games in the last two months and they haven't played in however long, you know, there's a decision to be made there and, and it looks good for you. So um, that factor for sure. But I think more than anything is just, you know, personally, I feel like I develop best in, in a team situation. So um, being able to just keep growing my game and, and developing in a, in a team environment. My last question is you, you spoke about obviously your relationship with the Pelicans and all that sort of thing. Is the expectation that come summer league, assuming it goes ahead or come training camp, that it will be the Pelicans or is, is that the way this off season sort of being set up that they're also, you know, in communication with you guys or is it sort of the highest bidder? Yeah. So um, I guess I haven't thought too much about that, you know, sort of my focus has been elsewhere. Um, but, you know, if it does come to summer league, I guess it'll a uh, similar thing, right. It'll be what the best fit is for me. Um, and, and where I feel like I'll be able to prove myself the best. Um, you know, look at rosters and coaching staff and, and all that. But, you know, I still have great respect for the Pelicans organization and, and everyone there. So um, there's no sort of issues between us. And, and you know, it, it may be the Pelicans, it may be someone else, but um, for sure they're, they're, they're up there. Awesome. Well, well, Magne, thanks so much for joining me. Welcome to the NBL. Yeah. Um, I'll let you enjoy your day. It's a big one. All right, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.